Everybody and welcome to this episode of Project Shadow. My name is Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, and I want to say hello and welcome to the House of the Blue Dragon to all of our new listeners. Um, I was looking over the analytics for the podcast today, and there's been a huge spike in listenership. Like we've had, and this isn't too surprising because you know. With everything that happened, I didn't get a lot of episodes out last month, but we've already gotten more listens this month than we did in November. We've almost completely caught up to September in numbers. October was a huge spike, and I think we're going to best it. So I want to say hi and hello and welcome to all of the new listeners, and I would love to hear from you. You can hit me up on Twitter or Facebook. You can find links to all of that at projectshadow.com. Love to get to know you, especially what it is that you like about the show and what you want me to be talking about more, because I actually spend a lot of time and energy racking my brain trying to figure out what to do on these episodes. And my husband thinks I'm a little crazy for that because, you know, I do a daily podcast and he's argued for a long time that I should move this to a weekly show. And I tried that. I've tried that before. I've tried that a couple times. And I don't like the energy of that. There's something about this time where I get to sit and talk that, I don't know, it really makes my day. I look forward to it so much. And I hope that you enjoy it as well. It means a lot to me to be able to talk to you all about these things. And just to celebrate and revel in fandom. And so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today, is just fandom in general. Now, for any of our longtime listeners, you know that I have kind of an obsession with fandom history and actually did a series quite a while ago on the history of science fiction fandom and my particular interest in groups like the Futurians and how they spawned so many brilliant writers from that one fan organization over the years. And, you know, the history of, you know, Worldcon and everything, and the history of Filk and all of the things that I love so much about fandom. And that is something that I haven't talked about enough on the show lately. I mean, I did an episode not that long ago talking about how fandom isn't restricted to the things that we buy. I mean, it's obvious what fandoms I'm participating in when you come to my house, because I have my plushy slimes from Slime Rancher and my Star Wars posters on the wall and my Garnet poster. And, you know, I have a sorceress from He-Man and the Masters of the Universe on my desk right next to me. And a Zap Brannigan. And a whole bunch of Steven Universe figures. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not saying that we don't buy things. 
But that's not what makes the measure of a fan. You might also recall, if you've listened to this podcast for an extended period of time, that I once had a series of debates about the very notion of, is there such a thing as a true fan? And I've matured and developed over the years. I still think that there is, but I don't exactly agree with my old positions on this. For me, a true fan is at their heart welcoming. And that has to be the core of who we are in fandom, no matter matter what fandom it is. One of the things that I've noticed happening in this day and age, and I think it's just part of the syndrome that has infected everything about us nowadays, that there's this idea that the early adopters, those people that were in the fandom first, are somehow the true fans, and they often start having um, words with new fans as they come into the into the fandom. And then there's the divisions that crop up. And I have to say, if you feel like you need to fight with someone over an aspect of your fandom, I, I really feel like you're doing it wrong. And I don't mean that as an insult. I mean, I think we have learned... I think we've been culturally taught that our beliefs are ourselves and anybody who disagrees with our beliefs disagrees with us. And that's just not true. You know, I, this is where I get really nervous because anytime I talk about Star Wars, I get nervous, but especially here lately, but you know, I loved The Last Jedi. It's one of my favorite Star Wars movies, and I have a lot of reasons for that. I did an episode about it a little ways back. You can go check that out if you want more details. But, you know, I love The Last Jedi. It doesn't affect me if you didn't. I mean, it really doesn't. And I don't understand why my enjoyment of this film should affect anybody else. This is what I'm talking about. This is what we've kind of lost in fandom Yeah, we can debate the merits of various things, and I think it's always fun to get into, like, with my Star Trek friends, they always like to rib me over who my favorite captain is, because I I have a very non-traditional answer to that. It's Sisko. It's Captain Sisko from Deep Space Nine. He's my favorite. I have a lot of reasons for that, and if you want, I'll do an entire episode on why Sisko is the greatest captain. But, again... I don't care. I have friends that think it's Kirk. I have friends who think it's Picard. I have friends that think it's Janeway. I actually don't know anybody who thinks it's Archer. And if you are one of those people, please contact me. I would love to meet you because I I just haven't. That's the one answer I've never heard on this. You know, and of course, there's the offbeat ones. You know, I used to say Sulu. Like for the longest time, I said Sulu. Because Captain Sulu was like, I don't know, there's something about him that I just loved. But that's what it's about. It's the love. That's why we're all here. We're interested in the lore. We're interested in the characters. We're interested in the setting. We're interested in the stories. And there's no reason to be rancorous about any of this. There really isn't. 
And I, I've, some of the debates that I've had with people over why fandom has gotten into the state that it is are ideas have been varied and complex. Everything from, you know, with the absence of religion in a lot of people's lives, fandom is the mythology that they rely on. And so some of that religious instinct is feeding into people's fandom and their desire to keep their fandom pure. And I, I think that that might overstep itself on some of these things. But I, I don't think that that's far from the mark. We don't have a lot of events that bring us together as a culture. We don't have a lot of things that bring us together as a people. Fandom has kind of stepped into that space that a lot of civic engagement used to. And as we are trying to figure out how to navigate this new world that we have with social media and everything else, we're having to reevaluate how we treat not only those things that have garnered our attention, but those things that are aberrations to it. And again, a lot of my mellowness on these issues probably stems from being older. You know, I make no secret of the fact that I'm 42 years old and I've been around the block a couple times. I'm a huge fan of Alien and I'm a huge fan of Transformers. And over the years, I've gotten oh so many really bad versions of both of those things. I mean, it's almost not worth counting, you know? I, I'm at the point where Alien Covenant was the first Alien movie that I was old enough to see in the theater that I did not go see in the theater. And whatever the next Alien movie is, I probably won't either. I'll still watch it, even though I don't have any confidence in Ridley Scott's ability to make a good Alien film anymore. But I've invested this much time in it that, you know, I watched Prometheus, I watched Covenant, I, I want to know where he's going. I want to see if he actually has a grand plan. I doubt that he will introduce a storyline that wraps everything up in such a tight bow that makes me rethink my feelings on Prometheus and Covenant, but I don't know, he might. He used to be really good at making movies. He, he might have a master plan that I just can't see right now. At least I want to hope so. But there's no point fighting over these things. And I see a lot of fighting. In fact, it's so common that there are YouTube channels and entire podcasts just dedicated to toxic fandom. And that hurts me <laughs> because I really feel like fandom saved my life. I mean, I was a kid wrestling with their gender identity and their sexuality at a, at a time when that really wasn't okay. I mean, we're talking about the eighties and the nineties and the first and only place I found where I could just be me and nobody questioned that was in fandom. And it was in a lot of different fandoms. It was Star Trek fandom and Star Wars fandom, but primarily Star Trek. And I spent a lot of time at conventions and in fan clubs, and I'm still a member of Starfleet International. But 
it was that welcoming that saved me. It it showed me that there was a place that I belonged. And while I didn't feel like I belonged at school and I didn't feel like I belonged at home and that, you know, people said terrible things to me randomly on the street because I had long hair and was a rather large person. You know, there was a place where I could go and people would accept me for who I was. Not despite of who I was, but just because, hey, you love this thing that I love. That's okay. Everything else doesn't matter here. There's a part of me that feels like we're losing that because we've become so... I, I don't know if it's possessive. I don't know if that's the right term. We've definitely become domineering. And I say we because I, I see this happen way too often. And in the past, you know, five, ten years ago, I, I got swept up in some of these early mobs. And I really regret that. But we can do better. We should do better. We have to do better. And that's kind of what this podcast is about. That's kind of what I'm wanting us to do collectively. That's why I want us to come together as a community. Because, you know, yeah, I, I talk about things that I love and I talk about things that concern me. I try to give various people and companies the benefit of the doubt when and where I can. But most of the time, I just want to celebrate the things that I love. And I think a lot of you who are listening to the sound of my voice right now feel the same way. You're tired of all of the griping. I mean, one of the reasons why I enjoy doing this podcast is many, not all, but other podcasts that I used to listen to kind of devolved into just griping about things. And YouTube channels that I used to watch have devolved, many of them have devolved into just griping about things. And... I want a place where we celebrate the things that we love. You know, if you're a Tolkien fan and you haven't checked out Men of the West, that's a wonderful Tolkien channel on YouTube that has stayed fairly positive, even with everything that went down with the Hobbit movies, which is amazing. I, I don't actually have any Game of Thrones... Well... No, I really don't have any Game of Thrones channels that I watch anymore because people have just taken sides about various things. And I, I don't care about the arguing because that's all they've devolved into. And part of that's because there hasn't been a new book or a new movie or a new, I'm sorry, a new show out in a while. But, you know, filling the air with just, you know, talking about the things that you hated about the last, you know, the previous seasons of Game of Thrones is not entertaining for the 12th time. So I want us to do something different. I want us to do something better. And I'll talk about that in a little bit more detail after this word from our sponsor. And we're back. Thank you for listening to me talk about our sponsor. And uh, if you feel like supporting them, do so. But uh, thank you. Um, so now back on topic, what are we going to do about this? How can we fix the toxic nature of fandom? 
And I'm going to begin at the end. We can't. We can't. The people who make fandom toxic are not the people listening to this podcast right now. They're not the good guys. They're not the ones that want things to be better. A lot of them are just trolls. And trolls do what trolls do. They will do trollish things to get a rise out of people because that's how they get their kicks. So I want to start with being fairly realistic at right from the offset here. So if we can't do anything to fix it, why even bother? Because I think most of us want a place where we can go and talk and share amongst each other and have fandom really mean something. Have our fandoms really mean something. Have a place where we can discuss our favorite shows and books and comics and movies. And do it with people of good faith who are going to actually partake in the conversation with us, whether or not they agree with our perspective or not. I think that's something that we all want. I think that's something that we crave. Now, whether or not we get that, that's a whole other thing. And that's where everything gets tricksy. The way we build this is we build this. I am not going to like devolve into, you know, talking about, you know, various things that I could do that if we all just chip our money in, you know, because that, that's too self-serving for this. And I, I hear some people making comments like that, and I, I don't know if they're in it for the fandom or if they're in it for the money. And to be honest, I'm, I'm really in this for the fandom. I, I really want a place where I can discuss my thoughts on Harry Potter and Babylon 5 and Doctor Who without having to wade through all of the disgusting dreck that's out there. But we, the way we can, can do this, we as a group can do this, is to find each other. To let each other know where we are. You know, maybe start a hashtag like, you know, fandom first or for the love of fandom or something like that. And really put ourselves out there to find each other. And don't just stop at a stupid hashtag because I think a lot of our efforts begin and end with a hashtag nowadays. But actually be very concise and clear, you know, not feeding the trolls. That's what mute and block are for on these various networks. And we need to use them and use them with relish, you know, that we're getting those people out and that we're ignoring what they're saying and not allowing them to create a toxic atmosphere for the rest of us. And I really think that, you know, we will find the solutions that we need. You know, 
I, I'm looking into creating a Discord server and how I want to do that as a place where we can sit around and start talking. And I'm not sure if, you know, the audience is of a good enough size for that to matter right now. Um, that's one of the things that I've been debating about. But, you know, if you're interested in something like that, let me know. Because, you know, that's something free that we can do to try to establish a place. You know, I've looked at Mighty Bell as a place where we could create a social network. But, you know, that's free until it isn't. And the costs are almost prohibitive to run a network over there if you're not nickel and diming the people that are in it. And that's not something that I want to do. But mo most of all, I think we, we need to lead by example. If we, you know, it, it feels so cheesy to say it because so many people have, well, taken it up and then not delivered on it. But, you know, it's that whole thing, you know, you have to be the change that you want to see. And in this case, I don't think anything could be more true. We really need to be the change that we want to see. If we want to get beyond the toxicity that has invaded our various fandoms, then we have to, A, stop feeding the trolls, which we already talked about, and monitoring our own actions to make sure that we don't actually accidentally become one. And finally, we really need to pay attention to how we're discussing the various topics that interest us in the, in the fandom so that we are not encouraging the dialogue to devolve. Cause that's something that I see way too often because there, there are trolls that just look for an opportunity to come in. And I think sometimes we accidentally troll bait by the way that we frame certain issues or topics or the way that we discuss them. And I think that that's something that we can look into repairing. So what does all that mean? Like th this sounds like I've given an actual agenda and in some ways I have, but I think what that really looks like is actually connecting with each other. This is why at the end of every episode, I, give out, you know, I tell you to go say hey to me on social media because I've actually met quite a few really awesome people on social media and try to keep, you know, a clean garden, if you will, of the people that I follow. And when people get toxic, you know, I try to have a word with them. And if they aren't listening, I, I generally unfollow. So, you know, let me know where you are. Let me know who you are and actually contact me. Don't just follow, but hit me up with an at. Tell me that why you're here, why you're wanting to get to be a part of this movement to save fandom from its own toxicity. And, you know, that's something that I can share so other people can see who you are and follow you and kind of create this kind of circle of caring where we can build up and meet each other and learn about each other and start having the dialogue that we want to have, you know, I don't know if that'll work. <laughs> I wouldn't think that it will. I mean, back when I was younger, you know, I had the very good fortune of just meeting someone 
who knew someone who was part of a Star Trek fan group. And I started hanging out with them. And then they took me to my first convention, which is a convention I still go to to this day. Um, and I've got friends there that are like family to me because I've known them for so long. That's That word of mouth is how it always used to happen. And that's what we need to bring back. If I can just go off on a slight tangent here, I think the other thing that has infected our society lately is this idea that we're looking for leaders. I'm not a leader. I, I'm a voice. I'm a loud voice because I don't shut up about things. But we're not, I don't think what we need is someone to lead us out of the darkness into the light. What we need is places where we can gather and start meeting each other. And if nothing else, me doing this podcast is me shouting out into the void that I'm here, I care, and I want things to get better. I don't want to have to wade through a thousand annoying comments about something. I want to be able to enjoy my fandom without having to deal with the racism that bubbled around Black Panther and the sexism that's currently bubbling around Captain Marvel and, and, and so on and so forth. I mean, I could just, I could go on forever. You know, if you want to know what toxic fandom is, just look into what's going on inside Voltron fandom right now, which used to be fun and cute and entertaining. And, oh, it just evolved into nightmare fuel really fast and really fervently to the point where I'm like two seasons behind on Voltron now because my experience with the fandom was so toxic that I haven't kept up with the show. And it's because people took things too seriously. People took things not seriously enough. People just were cruel to each other. And that cruelty spawned cruelty, spawned cruelty, spawned cruelty. And it just spun out of control. And here we are. And there's part of me that feels like, you know, maybe spending an entire episode talking about this may or may not be the best use of my time or yours. But I think we feel the same thing about this. I think this is why we're together. I, I think that that's why you all listen. At least from those of you that I've met in person, that's one of the things that you talk to me about a lot is that, you know, you like that I don't chase the controversies and try to stay in this for the love of the game. And I thank you, but... You know, I do this because I'm looking for other people to do the same thing. So, you know, I love fandom. I love fandom with all my heart. I feel like, like I said before, I feel like it really saved my life. And it gave me something that is priceless. It gave me friends and relationships with people that have endured through the years through an amazing amount of crazy that is just almost beyond words you know, the, the things that has happened over the years. But it gave me people that I never would have met without it. And that's, in the end, what this is all about. I mean, we can love a TV show or a book series or a movie or whatever, a franchise. 
that's not what matters in the end. It's the connections that we make with others that really matter. And that, I think, people are missing. It's not, you know, my love for Star Trek has less to do with Kirk and Spock and McCoy and Cisco and Picard and Data and Janeway and Archer and Flocks than it does with the people that I have met through Star Trek fandom. I have a friend that I'm really close with that has we've been friends forever. And we met because I noticed that her kids were in ElfQuest cosplay. I mean, this was so long ago. And I said something about it. And she was so excited because nobody else recognized what they were doing. And they really wanted to do ElfQuest cosplay. And nobody recognized it. And so we sat and we talked. And that connection that was forged over a series of comics that, admittedly, a lot of people haven't read, though... I, I highly recommend that you hunt them down. Spawned a friendship that has lasted so long. Like, I've watched those kids grow up, and I look forward to hanging out with them every year. And, you know, they've become such good, such good friends. And all of that just because of a comic book. Well, a series of comics. And so my love for ElfQuest really has more to do with friendships like that than it does the words or the art. Don't get me wrong, I love the story, but it's that relationship that came out of it. Do you see what I'm saying? That, that's what we're missing in fandom nowadays, is those connections, those friendships. And that's what I'm hoping to bring back. And that's what I'm hoping to get you to think about as you engage in your fandoms going forward is the people that are there because they're really what matters. It's the relationships. So I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I, this has just really been weighing on my heart today because, you know, I made the mistake of loading up Tumblr and, uh, yeah. Not going to do that again for a while. So, yeah, I don't know. I've just been thinking about this a lot. If you have any comments, I'd love to hear them. You can find links to all my social media at projectshadow.com. But I will let you know I'm most active on Twitter. So that's the best place to contact me. Um, yeah. If you would like to leave me a voice message, all you have to do is go and download the Anchor app at anchor.fm. Follow me on there. And you can click the voicemail message. You can send up to a one-minute message to me and keep it clean. And if it's good, I might use it on the show. It be a question, a comment, a topic that you want me to talk about. Anything at all, that would be awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm almost done with the book. I'm almost done with the book. I actually, Friday. Friday, I will be done with the book. I have two chapters left to write. I've actually already written the the climax like we got there and i've got two chapters left and then this book is done writing and then editing and pre-writing for the next book all starts so yeah woohoo <laughs>
but I'm very excited about that. If you want to, if you have a few bucks and you want to help me out, if you click on the, the, depending on how you're listening to me, there may be a button that says support or in the show notes, there'll be a link that says support on anchor. If you click that, you can donate at the $1, $5, $10 levels. I don't get set those. Those are set automatically. That money does really help me keep this content coming. Um, if you want to support everything that I do, you can go to patreon.com slash CE Dorset and support over there. Um, that includes my books and all of that as well. So yeah, thank you to all of the new listeners. And um, it's been a while since I just let myself gush about fandom and really kind of dig in on this topic. So I hope that you enjoyed. Until next time, don't forget to have the fun. Bye.